Hey there, business gators, and welcome to Behind the Suits, the official podcast of the UF Cat Mentors. Before we get into today's topic, I just want to go over some of the key dates coming up in the month of April. Our first event is the Stay in the Swamp Career Fair, which is the last opportunity to get an internship for the summer. There's going to be events all of the week starting on the 6th of April, and the first event is at 1.30 to 4.30, so make sure you go on Hire Warrington and look up all the different events coming up this week. Our second event is Life After College Part 1, which is also going to be on April 6th at 6 p.m. with Diana, one of our career coaches, who will be going over some of the tips and tricks for what life will look like after you graduate. There's also a second part to that event, Life After College, and the second part will be hosted on the 13th of April at 6 p.m. And the last event for the month of April is the Cracking the Case interview event with some of our consulting caps. Um, Some of them have interned at BCG and secured full-time offers, and that's going to be on April 14th at 6 p.m. And you can sign up for all of these events on Hire Warrington, so make sure to check that out. And now to introduce your special guest for today, Virginia and Laura. Hey everyone, my name is Virginia. I've been on the podcast before, but I'll reintroduce myself. I am a fourth year general business major with a specialization in geography, and I'm also a fellow CAP mentor with Valentina. But I'm super, super excited today to bring uh, my employer, KPMG, and specifically someone who has been with me throughout the whole journey of my recruiting process and one of my favorite people uh, ever in corporate America, Laura Summers. Oh, thanks, Virginia, and thanks, Valentina, for having me. Uh, my name is Laura Summers, and I am a university recruiter for KPMG. Uh, for those of you who might not have heard of us, we are a big four public accounting firm. I know when you think of big four public accounting, a lot of people just think of audit and tax, right? But wrong. We have a very big advisory practice. I know I think it takes up at least 55% of the company. Um, so I sit in our Tampa, Florida office, and I oversee campus recruiting for the University of Florida Uh, as well as a few other schools in our Florida market. So very excited to be here with you all today. Thank you both for joining us. But now to dive into the questions. Virginia, this is a little bit more targeted towards you, but tell me about your recruitment process and how you ultimately prepared for the interview. So my recruitment process is very unique with KPMG because I was recruited in a non-traditional manner. Uh, KPMG does something really, really awesome that I wish more companies did is they actually offered uh, their own corporate case competition and they do it across universities throughout the United States and UF is one of them. It's called the KIC or the KPMG Ideation Challenge. And every year they pose a question to university students where you'll have the ability to uh, form a team across uh, cross functions. So I actually was on a team with engineers and it was really, really awesome because I had met Laura in the fall. The competition was held in October And she said, hey, if you're still looking for opportunities, pass along your resume to me. I'll see if we have any, uh, almost like a matching game. That's what I love about Laura is she really will take what you you do in your major and and KPMG in general too, not just Laura, uh, but match you to a job function that really suits your interests and kind of your career path, if that makes sense. So unfortunately nothing matched in the fall. And I was like, okay, I'll still keep updated. You know, she was really good about making sure we were connecting the whole time. And then come January, we actually advanced to the next round and I got to go to the KPMG Atlanta Ignition office and compete there. And it was really, really awesome because right after that, um, Laura said, hey, I think there's a practice that I think would fit you, connected me to the Atlanta recruiter. And so then I was in touch with her for about a month. And right before we went to compete at the national competition, probably a week in advance, they called me and Laura was like, Virginia, I have someone who could interview today in the practice. 
are you available? I've heard um, Palmer, who is the now um, head of advisory recruiting for Nation. She's awesome. They were both like working in tandem to connect me with people all that week. And so actually to prepare for my, my interview prep was lightning quick. I mean, I had gotten the call that morning and was interviewing later in the day, which actually wasn't, I mean, being a cat mentor, know to be prepared always, right? So I have my resume up to date. I consistently know my experience as well, can contextualize in, in star format, which was incredible when it came to helping me. Also, given the nature of my non-traditional recruiting path, I had known so much about, learned so much about the company doing the case competition, like in Atlanta, learning about the values of KPMG and how they promote like innovation throughout um, all their advisory practices. I had learned so much. So honestly, the research that I did beforehand was about the specific practice that I was going to be interning in. But having my, I, I had the basics down. I had my star format, I had my resume. I was ready to talk about my previous experiences, answer any questions about, you know, a time I had been challenged or typical behavioral ones. And that really, really helped me. And what also really helped me, I will say about the interview process is I had two interviews. So the first one was star format. I was, again, contextual my experience, giving a little bit about myself, my journey with KPMG, what I wanted in the future, how it connected. But the second interview was all um, questions. And I really, really liked that because I had so many questions about the practice and I wanted to know from someone who had been working in that, uh, working in that service line for forever, what it was really about. And so I really, really enjoyed that aspect of of my, my interview process and interview prep because I came with a lot of questions. Um, and I was very glad when um, when the person who was interviewing me said, hey, what questions do you have for me? And I was like pulling out my scripture essentially, like, oh, let me get, let's start on question number one. But that's a very, uh, again, that's a very non-traditional path with KPMG. I love that, Virginia. I always love hearing the story. And I think it's important for students to note that you don't just get an internship by applying on company websites. There's so many different avenues to get that offer. And it's super important to be always doing anything you can to get in front of those companies, in front of recruiters, and really just do everything you can to get to know them. And then ultimately, you might get a return offer uh, from any experience that you're involved in. So now moving on to our next question. Obviously, we are still in COVID. It's been about a year since everything kind of went a little bit crazy. So Virginia, um, why don't you tell us how your virtual experience went? And Laura, you can talk about maybe the other side because obviously full-time employees were affected as well. So how has been this virtual internship and full-time experience for KPMG? I'm going to toss it to Laura first. That way everyone doesn't have to hear my voice back, back, back. <laughs> no, so absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, Valentina and Virginia, it is crazy. I think last week, I mean, it's been a year since we have all been virtual. So there is a bunch of emails going around and, you know, lots of videos from leadership. And I can say one thing that I have very much appreciated um, during this virtual time is how connected I feel to every single one of my team members. I know um, our leader, for our university talent acquisition for campus recruiting, Kathy Shams, she's amazing. She posts weekly videos, updates, um, sends personal emails out to our team members saying, hey, like just wanted to check in with you and see how you're doing. And I'm like, how do you have time to do this? You're amazing, thank you. Um, we have, you know, when all this first started, our Southeast recruiting team were all so close. We would do weekly like lunch drop-ins for 30 minutes to every, where everyone can hop onto Microsoft Teams um, since that's the platform that we use at work to just see how everyone's doing, connect, talk about anything other than work. Um, we all have very similar interests. So, you know, a lot of times when we get on these, you know, monthly team calls, we're talking about everything but work for the first 15 minutes, then we dive into it. So it's really kind of nice to have those opportunities just for 30 minutes to chat um, and just kind of 
let loose and get our minds off of work. But we also still, um, you know, all the meetings that we used to have in person, we have been doing on Microsoft Teams. Um, and while, you know, a lot of us cannot wait to get back in the office because we really do kind of like seeing everyone in person and that camaraderie. And I, for one, cannot wait to get back on campus. Um, it has been really, really nice from the standpoint of a, a lot of these people who are traveling all the time are now, are now able to be home and with their families. I know I was talking to one of our partners um, in our FSS practice in Atlanta, and he was telling me like, Laura, you know, this is the first time in 20 years that I have been able to be home for a whole week with my family. I'm going to be so sad when I have to get back on the airplane when all this is over. Um, so, you know, while a lot of people can't wait to start traveling again, there have there have been some nice aspects to kind of being virtual and being home. I know for me, um, you know, my work-life balance has gotten a lot better as well as a lot of my other team members, um, you know, able to kind of do laundry and errands around the house during the week rather than having to wait for the weekend to get that all done. Um, so, so there have been some definite benefits, but I know we, we all can't wait to get back. And we had spent a lot of time this past summer curating a really nice hands-on internship um, for our interns to where they're still able to connect with professionals. Um, now they're doing, you know, client service work, just like they would in office. So really taking a lot of time to make sure the experience is still first class for everyone, for both professionals and for our students and for our interns, because, you know, part of an internship for all of you guys is it's not just one-sided, you know, you, you want to make sure that the firm's a good fit for you. You want to make sure you like the people that you're working with, you're interacting with, but these are people that you're going to want to travel with when we're back to normal work those long hours with. Um, so we very much, you know, it's, it's not just get you in the door for an internship and then the, the fun is over. Like we're, you know, we're always trying to, to still be seen as employer of choice and, you know, sell the firm to the internships from when you do your internship to when you start full-time, it, it really, really never stops. Um, I've been with a few other firms before KPMG and I can just really say that the time and effort that leadership takes to making sure we're all doing well, both professionally and mentally and looking out for our best interests and efforts and making sure that we are happy. Um, it's just something I haven't experienced to this level at other places. So um, with, with COVID, it, it's been, it's been, I've never been prouder to work at KPMG, I can say after all this. Oh, I love that. Getting the KPMG feels this morning. <laughs> um, I definitely resonate uh, with a lot with Laura said uh, going through the internship process. So, okay. Also recognizing that again, KPMG is a huge firm. So I, I mean, Laura probably knows the number better than I do, but how, like how many interns nationally, like KPMG had to take all of their internships and turn every single one of them virtual in, yeah. in their function. It was over 2000. Like we have over 2000 interns in the summer. Um, we have over 200,000 professionals in the U S um, with offices in every single major city. So there, there are a lot of, of interns. Um, so, so yeah, it's a lot of time and effort goes into that program, but Virginia, I'd love to know how, how it was for you. So that is a really good point. So KPG had to take 2000 internships, very specific and make them virtual. And I, I, they did not disappoint. So my experience with internship was honestly really exciting because one, I was really excited to be there, um, be, be there and be virtual. So that's what I mean by be there. But the internship started and it was really cool because we had, so I was in the Atlanta office, right? But it was really nice because they had all the Atlanta interns and then they would take like me and the, the people who were aligned to my service, which was actually only me and one other intern. Um, but we would also section off and tax audit and advisory intern. So that was really nice. They would take all advisory and then all tax. And then they'd split us all up 
and we would also come together as a cohort, which I really, really liked. As far as the curriculum, last summer we didn't get to work on client service projects, but again, that was just due to the the rapid like, okay, we have to turn all 2000 internships virtual. I don't think there's any way we would connect. But what I really appreciated was that we got to learn a lot about the nature of the projects and hear from people who are working on those teams now. And we got to ask questions to all form of leadership, whether that was C-suite or people who would be managing us last year. I got two professional mentors. So every other week I would meet with the other one. And then also I had one consistent one throughout. So it was really, really nice to be able to, you know, see a familiar face every once in a while and say, he's like, hey, Virginia, how's it going? What do you think? And who you talk to all this stuff. So I really, really appreciated the familiarity and consistent connection. I also really enjoyed learning about the firm um, kind of through like, they're, again, like through a lot of their examples of what they had done, I learned so many things about KPMG that I didn't know. And again, I came into the internship being very familiar with the firm after working with them for the whole year. So I felt like my knowledge just like mind blown, like the big bang expanded uh, the internship, if you will, expanded my brain and knowledge about KPMG and all the service functions they really offered. I will say this was more on this is more on me and my initiative, which I encourage everyone to do across their internships, especially if they're virtual this summer, was the networking aspect of it. Um, after about every, KPMG also did like hosted like um, advisory sessions. So we got to learn a lot of like things that we would be doing. So like for example, the software development life cycle. That one was one of my favorite sessions. Okay, as nerdy as that sounds, that one was one of my favorite sessions because the person who uh, pr presented it was telling telling a story about you know how they had transformed kind of this area of the business that they had thought was initially perfect. So I really really like that. And I said, hey, I, I messaged him. Um, also, pro tip: Outlook Calendar. KPMG uses that, and so I was like, oh. So he has some free time. And so I, I sent him an email. I was like, hey, if you have time at this, uh, at this, uh, on this day at this time, I'd love to, you know, connect with you about your session. Like, I really, really liked it. Love to ask you some more questions if you have the time. And he was like, Virginia, intern has never reached out to me in like two years. I would love to do it. I would love that. And so he was like, this is perfect. And we met for like 30 minutes and we're actually still connected on LinkedIn today. And he'll like, like my status and call me like, hey, good to see you, what you're up to this, uh, this year. So I felt really, really supported um, and reaching out with people too. Uh, really, really supported by KPMG professionals who really wanted to hear from me, which I really appreciated that, especially in the virtual environment. But also again, that learning aspect of, I, I really wanna get to know you and what you've done with the firm and hear about your projects that you're working on and maybe like, you know, what, what like my function would do to support you in that. So it was really, really cool to kind of see all levels and see all the inner workings, which I really, really liked about, um, really, really liked about the internship. I love how you both focused on the positives of COVID. So I know I felt the same thing and resonated with the fact that you feel more connected, especially to people who might not have been in the same office that you would have been in, in an in-person environment. So I know I got super close with uh, people that were supposed to be in Detroit while I was supposed to be in San Francisco this past summer at my internship. So I love that. Although there is a lot of negatives and COVID definitely impacted the way we do everything, there is a bright side to it and we were able to make the most of it. So now moving on to a question that is definitely a little bit more targeted to you, Laura. How is KPMG handling the onboarding process of new hires and interns during COVID? I know a lot of new um, graduates are really nervous about going to a new firm during this environment. So just want to hear if there's another side or how you guys are handling it. Yeah. And so I don't specifically work on the onboarding side. I'm mainly just focused on campus, but I do know all the things that we used to do in the office 
are now being done virtually. I know when um, Interns First Day used to always be there and be in our conference room, we'd have someone from technology come in to help everyone get their laptop set up. Uh, we would have a big um, you know, screen and, and kind of present slides and videos that they would need for onboarding and kind of go through training. That's now all being done virtually. I know all of the new hires and interns, they're shipped, um, their FedEx, their laptop. Um, it's nice because you get a big like instruction manual that you go page by page on exactly how to set everything up. There is a number that you can call if you have any technical issues. And what I always do for like intern and new hires first day is on Microsoft Teams, I start like a giant group chat with everyone and just say, hey, like, welcome your first day. I know a lot of you guys might have tech questions or whatever it may be. Here's a group chat so you guys can all kind of chime in if you have any questions so everyone else can help each other. Because, you know, when we're in the big conference room on everyone's first day for onboarding, someone has a question, they just say it out loud and everyone else is like, oh, I've already reached that part. This is what you had to do to get your RSA token to work or whatever. Um, so they have, you know, kind of all the resources that they had when they were in person. Um, a lot of the videos we'd watch together, you're kind of now just watching on your own. I will say it is nice because you do have that flexibility to, if you do have stuff going on throughout the day, maybe you could start getting stuff set up at 8am and, you know, and at five or six, there's kind of no time constraint, which I think is nice for some people. Um, like I said, we're just, you know, a phone call, Microsoft team meeting away for tech support, anything that they might need. Um, I know that they also are assigned um, a transition coach, which is at like the associate level. So someone who's a little bit newer, as well as a performance management leader, who's someone who's a manager or above. So they um, have their info right when they start and can schedule meetings to jump on for 30 minutes with them, introduce themselves ask any questions that they have. Um, so, and I have been, I know this past for our winter interns, I was in all the group chats. So would always check in and see how everyone's doing, make sure they're having a good experience, make sure they were able to get their laptop and tech and everything set up. And I got really, really good feedback from everybody. Um, so I, I think that the onboarding process has been smooth and successful. And there have been a lot of people working um, you know, kind of day and night behind the scenes to, to get it all up and, and off the ground before before everyone gets there. So so it's it's been good. That's a good thing about working in tech or consulting. Yeah. We are a little bit ahead of the game when it comes to moving to a virtual environment. Um, the firms and companies definitely know how to handle that. So that's exciting. So obviously networking is a big part of the internship and even just when you're in your full-time role. So Virginia, I know you mentioned about just putting time on people's calendar, but how are you both still able to feel connected to your teams? Uh, Virginia, you meeting new people, how are you able to be intentional about reaching out and still having that interaction with your colleagues? That's such a good question because it's so also, especially for um, students who are going to like probably bigger firms. So if your firm is across the US or across you know, a few states, you sometimes in the internship, it's easy to feel like you get lost or like you know a lot of the emails are automated. I never once felt like that. And that was one of my favorite things about KPMG and felt like one of the reasons I actually really wanted to come back to the firm to begin with is that so much of it and the recruiting and, and being an intern and even coming back over the course of the last year has felt really personalized, which I really think that you know, that again, that's a really hard thing to master as such a big firm. But I think KPMG recruiting and, and Laura specifically, Palmer, everyone in Atlanta too, did a great job of making me feel like it was really personal. They were like, hey, you know, I, um, even even the, like I had, um, I had like a huge question like towards the end of my internship. And literally the lead recruiter of Atlanta was like on the phone with me in like 10 minutes. He was like, sure. He was like, let's hop on a call. Are you free? I was like, 
my gosh, I am free. Thank you. <laughs> so it was really, really nice. I mean, like truly I felt, uh, I, I felt that throughout, but as far as being intentional about reaching out to um, your coworkers, I think it comes from a genuine, um, a genuine curiosity or a genuine reason to, you know, um, don't get me wrong. It's fine. If you generally just want to get to know them better. And I think that is perfect too. But so many of the people who I had conversations with, with conversations with, I was genuinely curious about something they had done, or they had said something where I was like, I really want to learn more. That's something that interests me. And one of the biggest examples of that was, um, so part of working in the ideation challenge on my team before I recruited to be an intern was a lot about data and a certain section of KPMG called um, Lighthouse. And so being a business major, I do not have much experience with um, engineering and, you know, artificial intelligence, but that was something that really interested me and my function. So I made a point to reach out to a, a few people in my internship who had said that they work in analytics and my, my, um, the coach who was assigned to us uh, to be the team USA coach, she works in Atlanta in Lighthouse and her, she is someone who I've gotten to know um, well, and I, I really enjoy working with her, but again, totally different function than what I do, but gen being genuinely curious and everyone at KPMG is willing to take the time to speak to you if you are you want to learn and you have that initiative um, to reach out. So I think it starts with, again, having a genuine curiosity and genuine inclination for that continuous learning. Um, I think that can make the really big difference when you're trying to be connected and be personalized in a virtual environment, and especially at a larger firm where sometimes that personal touch can, can get lost. And I'll say that I think that that is so important for interns, new hires like Virginia to take that initiative to meet people in the different practices. And if there's something you're really interested in, like, for instance, Virginia is going to be in transformation delivery. So she might not be doing all of, you know, the super techie software developing coding, all those projects that Digital Lighthouse does. But one thing that is so awesome about KPMG and our advisory practice is we have so many different service networks and sectors, but they all work together on projects. So there will be times, and especially since Virginia took that initiative to reach out, Rebecca, make those relationships. If our digital lighthouse team has a project that they want to rope someone for transformation delivery into, Virginia will probably be top of mind because she took that initiative to reach out and express interest. Um, there is a lot of cross-function collaborations with our teams, especially when we have um, these large clients. Like, for instance, one of my kind of favorite things I've heard we've worked on is KPMG. Actually, we created the Apple Pay card with Goldman Sachs. So our financial service solutions team, which is all into fintech, they work with our digital lighthouse practice and some other very technical aspects to kind of create these apps, these platforms that they're then bring, bringing to the financial service institutions that they're servicing. Um, so, you know, even if you might go into one practice and uh, you might be interested in cybersecurity or, you know, something that, that you don't think that you're going to be doing in the group that you're in at the moment definitely still reach out and network with people in those practices that you're interested in, because at some point you might be able to get on a project where you're working with them or, or do your rotation or make a transition. So um, honestly, with a big firm like KPMG and all the opportunities, uh, the sky's the limit for what, for what you can do and what you can work on. I love that. And Virginia, I love that you mentioned that having a curiosity or having a touch point with someone really can spark a conversation because obviously these people are very, very busy. They have a lot going on. So saying, hey, I heard you talk at this specific uh, seminar or heard you say something along these lines and reaching out that way makes it more personal. It makes them want to ha have that conversation with you because it's not like you're just 
cold emailing or sending it the email to the abyss and saying, hey, I just want to get to know you a little bit better, which is okay in certain scenarios, but they know what the conversation is going to be about. And then they're more likely to answer and give you the time to actually network there. Um, so now moving on to a question about KPMG in general and their interns. What qualities are they looking for in an intern and what should a student be doing now to be a great fit for this firm? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is a great question, Valentina, and something that, that I get a lot from students. Um, I would say the biggest thing is someone who's just going to show up as their authentic self, um, somebody who has a passion for learning. Um, I know for our advisory practices specifically, they love candidates and students who have a passion for both business and technology. Um, somebody who uh, is, is adaptable, um, you know, things are changing rapidly all the time especially with COVID. So, you know, a lot of times you'll get on projects and the initial goal um, might be one thing and things can rapidly change within a day. So being able to adapt and be flexible, uh, somebody who thinks outside the box, um, who, who's always wanting to learn. Um, and I, I always say, um, you know, when you're going through the recruiting process, learning about firms, even when you start, just always kind of consider yourself as a sponge, like taking, taking in all the information that you're receiving, um, taking notes, um, and just, just being super observant. Also somebody who has done their research, who kind of knows and has idea of what they want to do. I feel like that's really important for students, um, especially I know with KPMG and a lot of other firms, there are so, so many options, so many things that they do. I think within our advisory practice specifically, there's over 30 to 40 different service networks that we have in groups that we can go in. So I know sometimes when I talk to students and I'm like, oh, well, have you done any research on KPMG? Is there there any position that you're particularly interested in? And I have a lot of students who say, oh, well, advisory. I'm kind of like, well, there's, you know, that's very broad. You know, let's go to the microsite and kind of figure out what an advisory that you want to focus on. So a student who's done their research um, kind of knows the offerings that, that we have and where they would be a good fit based on that research. We have an awesome advisory microsite on kpmgcampus.com where you can go and they have a match your major tool. So let's say you're an engineering major, you can go on that website. You can see all the different service networks that we have that hire for engineering majors. And then you can read spotlights on them about kind of what they do, what kind of clients they serve. Um, so I love when students have done that and can kind of come to me with that information. Um, obviously look for GPA is a big thing, especially for some of these really competitive um, positions that get hundreds of applicants. Um, so just make sure you're doing well in school. Um, the leadership on campus. Um, I know one thing that really made Virginia stand out was she's on the case competition team. Um, so, so stuff like that to where you, uh, you know, are going and doing presentations and a lot of the stuff that Virginia's doing on that team. I mean, that's what she's going to be doing. And that's the kind of work she's going to be delivering when she gets in front of clients and transformation delivery. Um, any part-time jobs? Um, I know relevant internship experience. A lot of these positions are looking for students who you know, for who have some some tech experience some data analytics experience, depending on what position you're applying for. So uh, my advice that I always give for students is, um, you know, if you find a position that you are most interested in, go look at that job description, look at the requirements, the responsibilities, and compare that to your resume and say, if somebody from the hiring team was to look at my resume and compare it to this job description, like, would they say, oh, this person matches this to a team, you need to interview them? Where they kind of be like, oh, well, they've got they've got some internship experience, they've have a part-time job, but but nothing that relates to this job. Um, so always recommend, I know Virginia's a, a cat mentor. So 
go to the Career Connection Center or the College of Business forever, have someone look at your resume with you, give you tips and pointers on at least formatting, making sure everything looks good. And then I love when students reach out to me with their resume. I, one of my favorite things ever is, is getting on Microsoft Teams or the phone with students, looking at their resume, kind of figuring out based on their internship experience and major, what some good uh, fits might be within our service networks. Um, and then kind of looking at the job description with them and giving them pointers on, hey, well, you've got this internship experience. Let's use some of these buzzwords in this job description and add that into here. Um, because that's going to make you stand out a lot more. I think some students, you know, and I you never want to line your resume, right? But if you're looking at a job description and you notice that there's something on there that you've done, but you forgot to put in your resume, or you could reword something to show, okay, like I have done this, I just didn't word it correctly in your resume, go make those edits. Um, I recommend if you're going to be applying for multiple positions, have a different resume for each position you're applying to. And you can tweak tweak each one just a little bit based on the job description requirements of what you're going for. Um, Love people who have a good sense of self. Um, Confidence is key. Somebody who is able to articulate their experiences um, and their passions. I think passion is a big thing. You know, someone who shows up to an internship excited, has a lot of questions. You can tell has done their research. Um, and is kind of very interested in the kind of work work that they're going to be doing and, and the job that they're going for. Um, you know, I've I've had a few interviews, a few interviewers come back and say, "Well, this this person didn't really seem interested in the position, didn't really know what what the job was about that they applied for, and there, there wasn't much enthusiasm." Um, so little things like that do make a difference. And I know for, for KPMG, um, if you do get an interview, we have you know situational behavioral based questions. Um, use we say that that's kind of when being your authentic self comes into play. Use your life experiences that you have because everyone is so unique and individual. Nobody else has walked like the path that Valentina you have or Virginia you have. So take those personal experiences that you have um, and really kind of that's that's a good way to go through the interviews and answering those questions. Um, so I hope I hope that answered. I know I went off on a, a bit of a tangent. No, that was super, super helpful. And I know that Virginia and I were super excited to hear all of that because that is advice that we give our mentees as perhaps all the time. And I think that obviously crafting your resume and just being intentional about everything you do is makes you a great fit for any internship, not just KPMG, but any internship anyone you're looking for. Um, Those are all super, super um, applicable to that. So, And I will say now with our new open application process, your resume is what is between the door for you in an interview, right? So your resume is what's going to get you an interview. Um, And then your passion drive, doing your research, once you get to that interview, then it's your time to shine. But the resume is the most important part to getting your foot in the door. Um, So definitely go first, go to Career Connection Center or somebody, cat mentor, have them review your resume. And then if you can try and get in touch with the recruiter for for the firm you're going to be applying to and have, have them take a second look and kind of like I do see if there's any other advice that, that they might have. Um, Cause I have had so many and it's, I get so much enjoyment out of it too. I have students who show me their resume originally and I can look at it and say, okay, I see you, you have the relevant internship experience, but you need to word this differently and I'll give them pointers and then I'll see them get interviews. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, this is so exciting. Um, I, I love seeing that because being a university recruiter, I don't think some students know, know this, but I have no say in who gets interviews or anything like that. I'm just there to do branding on campus, to make the connections, um, to you know, 
tell people about the good word of KPMG, there's a whole other team who does all the interview selection. So I'm just there to get you prepped um, and ready to submit your application, kind of show you that whole process. But I don't have any say in interview selection process. I could meet somebody, think they're wonderful, get along with them really well. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be their resume and their application. That's going to be the deciding factor on whether they're getting an interview or not. That's super important. And something that we often forget is the fact that when you're applying to large companies and companies that have super competitive internships, you don't really get to blow them away with your personality at first. Like you have to get through that first step and that's why you need a great resume. And that's why CAPS and the career services um, is super, super important when you're looking for a company to actually give you the opportunity to meet them and interact and actually interview. So make sure as always to come visit a CAP so we can get that resume looking as best as it can. Um, so now, Virginia, obviously, you were able to have an internship with KPNG and secure the return offer, which is the goal for a lot of students. So what do you think you did during your internship that m- allowed you to secure that offer? And then, Laura, maybe from the talent management side, what do you look for when giving those return offers to students? So I will say also that we did not pay Laura to say that. She just said that on her own accord about the job description and resumes. So Valentina and I and all the other captain mentors have not been lying to you. You definitely need to look at the job description and match to your resume and find your relevant experience. So let me just make that point. Um, I was very excited to hear that. (laughs) And we did not pay Laura to say that. That's important to know. Uh, We didn't talk about that ahead of time. Unscripted. (laughs) Um, But I will say returning that or getting that returning offer or securing that offer for me um, kind of meant networking. Again, that's just going to be a consistent answer of networking, finding out what the firm kind of was, uh, seeing if the firm was a good fit. I will say, and this is one of the biggest things, and Laura mentioned, you know, showing up to be your authentic self is that it's all, it's like dating, you know, it's professional dating, uh, if you will. Uh, I, I'm deciding if I like you, you're deciding if you like me. <laughs> so it's, there needs to be some matching aspect there of not only not only was the firm happy with, with what I was doing, but I was happy with what the firm is doing. Don't forget about the other like 50% of recruiting and securing that return offer is you really liking your role over summer and what you will be doing in the future. And so securing that return offer for me was, you know, finding out what I would, you know, what real client service would look like, you know, the people I would be working with, the nature of my position, you know, the trajectory in the future, asking all those questions during my internship helped me understand and and network with professionals who would be, you know, making the recommendation for me to get the return offer, showing that genuine interest, the continuous learning that Laura talked about. I was definitely really excited to be there and taking, I took that initiative, had that confidence to be, to, to, you know, ask someone and say, Hey, what can I do to improve myself throughout the school year, even after to make sure that I am the right fit for this role come full time. So I was like, I continuously would just ask, one trillion questions and look for one trillion answers over the course of my internship to really soak it all in personally and professionally. And I think that was what made the difference is aligning those two um, personal and, and uh, personality and professionalism throughout my internship was what helped me stand out to secure that return offer. I will say too, you know, c- completing all your intern duties and, and going above and beyond of what's expected of you should be the, should, should just be second nature to you, especially as a business gator, our college is very competitive and does a really great job to prepare you inside and outside the classroom against other, um, in, in comparing to other universities. 
So I will say use that confidence that the business school gives you at Warrington um, in Hebner, whether you're in Hebner, Huff or Fisher and really go above and beyond and don't be afraid to shine. I will also say that everyone in my office was a Georgia Bulldog and I was the only Gator. <laughs> so I did get I did get a little grief for that. But at the end of the day, they were like, OK, she actually knows what she's talking about. She's pretty good at her job. So I'm like, all right, there we go. Giving you a good name out here. But but I'm serious. Don't be afraid to stand out and use the knowledge that you've learned from from Warrington and from, you know, your your extracurriculars activities. Like Laura mentioned, so much of what I had done and presented over summer. And the reason I was able to feel that confidence and be adaptable was honestly from my extracurriculars, whether that was being on the case team, being cap mentor, um, being able to equate my, you know, equate my experiences, what I wanted to do and what I was going to do when I leave. So there was a lot to help secure that return offer, but navigating the personal aspect and the professional aspect, I think is what helped me give, get the confidence to really stand out and make sure that I was a good fit for the firm and they were a good fit for me. So I think that was kind of the, the stars were aligned, but Laura, I'll uh, pass it over to you to hear about from the other side. Yeah. And I know this is something always is the million dollar question. Um, just a fun statistic I'll throw out. So I know at KPMG, 98% of interns who are, who do not get return offers, it's because of soft skills. Um, so that, that's a good statistic to know. So whenever we hire someone on as an intern, the goal is for you to convert to full-time, right? So if we have, you know, Virginia Bison transformation delivery, if we have three transformation delivery interns for um, the summer of 2021, that means that we have three full-time positions that we've already slated that are waiting for them to convert into if the internship goes well. So we want you to succeed just as much as you do, right? Um, I will say the biggest things, have a good attitude, um, professionalism, definitely some, there's a number of tips and tricks, but what I say kind of for interns going in, you're going to have a transition coach who's going to be somebody who you can ask um, any kind of little questions to that you might not want to ask your senior associate or someone that you're on the engagement with, such as, oh, how do I do my expenses? How do I submit my time? Stuff like that. Um, but I'll just say, you know, making sure that you're punctual, you know, getting to the office or to virtual meetings um, with plenty of time to spare. Make sure that you're taking notes when you're in meetings. Um, so, that, you know, sometimes you think, oh, I can remember all this in my head. No, take notes. Um, OneNote is a great resource if you like to type things on the computer. I have horrible handwriting, so I never write things in a notepad. I, I always have things on the computer. Then you can easily save and type fast. Um, even if you are not quite sure if kind of the work presentation you've created is completely accurate, I will say presentation and the way that that looks is a big thing. So as long as kind of your Excel work paper, Microsoft Word document, whatever you're working on, Please doing your best to make sure it looks good and professional before sending it off. Um, it's not sloppy. Uh, you know, that that's a nice little trick to have. Um, if you don't know the answer to something, biggest, biggest thing you can do to give yourself kudos during the internship, be resourceful. So know where to look for answers before going to ask your senior or someone you're working with. Um, you don't want to spend your wheels, but like spend 10 to 15 minutes trying to find the answer to something. Look on Google, look on the KPMG resources that you have, um, you know, ask, ask another intern, ask your transition coach uh, before going to your superior. I always tell interns, you know, if, if you get an assignment, um, definitely be conscious of budget. That's a big thing. So ask who's ever assigning it to you. Say, you know, thanks so much. Um, you know, how long, how many hours or, or how long is this supposed to take me just, just so I can be aware when I'm working on it? Um, you know, when is this due by or when do you need this done by? 
Um, and if you have questions as you're going through an assignment and you're going to have a ton of them because we do not expect you to know anything, I always say as you're working through a project, just have, you know, have on the side um, a notepad up with any questions that you have as you're going through it, if you don't, don't know the answer to something, and then kind of get through as much as you can. Um, and then, you know, reach out to your senior associate, whoever you're working with, say, hey, I've gotten through as much as this as I can. Do you have um, 15, 30 minutes for me to, to go through all my questions I have in order for me to complete this correctly? Um, also, if you're working through a project, you get to the halfway point. Um, you could even, you know, maybe send to the senior associate and say, hey, just want to make sure that this is on par with what you're expecting. I don't want to get too far into this um, before I make, make sure that I'm on the right track. Um, so little things like that, being a sponge, taking, taking in as much information as you can. Um, there, I also recommend you're going to be working in Excel a lot, whether you're doing audit tax advisory. So really pay attention to those Excel courses. I know that they have them at UF and other schools. You can either do stuff on your own. I have so many students I meet and I'm always um, in such awe at all the projects and certifications and trainings and just things that, that you can kind of do on your own now outside of school, outside of internships, all the things you can get certified in that you can find on Google. Um, you Some of them are free. Some of them you have to pay a little bit for, but there are so many resources out there um, to make sure that you're bringing your best self to whatever internship you're going into. I'd also say a few months before the internship starts, or if you get the offer, um, you'll usually have a buddy from the practice say, hey, you know, you know, who, who are the kind of the best interns that you've worked with and what were those traits? Is there anything I can do between now and the internship to really prepare, prepare for the internship? Would you recommend doing an Excel course or, or you know, what do you think will make me stand out? So, so doing little, little things like that um, to help will, will really help get a, get a return offer. But yeah, like I said, soft skills. So having a good attitude, um, social cues, kind of all that stuff that, that you do learn through clubs and organizations and, and other jobs that you might have or internships before, before the one with the big firms that, that really goes a long way. I absolutely love all of those tips. And I definitely think it's, it's reassuring to hear that if you have an internship for the most part, as long as you do everything you can, you will get that return offer because they, companies are looking to give you that return offer. If they invested all that time and energy into preparing you, they're going to want to just give you the return offer because they have seen you for the past, whatever, however many weeks. Um, We always like to say caps that an internship is an extended interview and everything that you're doing really goes into the decision of whether they want to hire you as a full-time employee. So thank you so much, Laura, for all of those tips. And now to uh, move on to my favorite question, Um, both of you guys can answer this and I know everyone has a little different spin on this, but what advice do you have for students still looking for the right company to start their career at? Do you want to go, Virginia? You go first. You go first. Okay. Um, I would say definitely first, first figure out what you want to do, like figure out what you're passionate about. Um, what I like to say, like maybe what, what your dream job is, what you'd like to do, like when you grow up and when you graduate. Um, and then once you kind of have that figured out, do some research on the different firms who are going to be coming to the career fairs, kind of look at, look at their website. We have kpmgcampus.com where you can explore all of our offerings. We have advisory, um, tax and audits. You can, you can look on our page and see everything that we offer. Um, make sure that you kind of find out who maybe the recruiter is for that company at your school, kind of what virtual events or in-person events are going on. Um, find any info sessions that might be happening that you can go and attend. 
ways that, that you can network with that firm. Um, but I think kind of the, the first step is figuring out what you're passionate about, what you're good at, what you're most interested in, and find the firms that are kind of offering those opportunities. And then, um, yeah, make sure to go to info sessions, networking events, stand in line for them at the career fair or sign up um, when the career fair is virtual for time slots to talk to as many professionals as you can. Make sure and in your calendar, write down important dates such as applications when they open, application deadlines, all the things that, things that you're going to need to submit. Um, so I'd say kind of research is key, doing some, some soul, search, soul searching and passion searching before you start applying to positions. Because um, I will also say, I talked to some students who have, I mean, just so many interviews lined up and so many applications they're filling out. If you can kind of be intentional in your search, um, I can't imagine how stressful it is if you're like interviewing for 10, 10 different places and how overwhelming that that can be. So if you can be intentional in your search, um, I, I think that that will make the process a lot smoother as well. Okay, Laura took all my answers, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I completely agree with, so that's good. But I will say, um, there's one thing, and I'm gonna take you all the way back to your freshman year preview experience, and that's where my advice is gonna come from, because I still remember it to this day when someone said it, but now I know why they said it, and I'm gonna say that major does not equal career. Uh, I think it's really easy to assume if you're a finance major, investment banking. If you're in marketing, you're gonna work in sales. Um, I think that's so, it's, it's so easy to see that path for yourself and your major and your curriculum and any of your roles on campus, but don't think that that is the case anywhere else. You don't know what you don't know. And I'll use myself as the example. I'm a general business major and I selected a lot of the electives based on different areas of the business school that I was interested in. So whether that was ISOM or marketing or anything or finance or anything that I really wanted to do, I kind of selected as my choice because I really wanted a, I really found out, like Laura mentioned, that I really wanted a, a high level strategy role. I really wanted, I sought that, that high level thinking, that, that transformation aspect of you know, changing a business process and why are we changing it? That was what I really wanted. And I found that out through extracurriculars and my previous experiences. And what I was able to do was find out that there were, there were firms who like, like when I tell people that I'm working for KPMG, they're like, oh, that's cool. You are doing tax and audit. And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like, no way. I'm like, I learned very quickly that accounting was not for me, but KPMG offers a lot of advisory services. Like Laura said, over 55% of their business is advisory. So that's why I was able to, or like able to learn about the role and, and really dive into it. But, and again, I'm a general business major. So you would assume that I would be an accounting major since I'm working at an accounting firm, but don't let that, don't let that stop you from really exploring what you want to do. Uh, again, a lot of, a lot of students say, okay, I'm a marketing major. Well, maybe I should go into sales. So much of marketing now is data analytics and data visualization. So really, again, just do it like Laura said, do your research ahead of time and don't let your major kind of define your career path because there's so many options within every single major. And that's a huge plug for CAP events. I know Valentina is a marketing major and she just held uh, her and Katie Torres, another marketing CAP, just held an event talking about all the different roles that you can have with your marketing degree. So please keep up with BCS because we do offer so many of those and we try to help students uh, see, see the bigger picture, if you will, um, with their major. But your major yeah. does not equal your career. So do your research and find out what you don't know. And on the same track as Virginia, you know, your major is one thing. I will say, I personally think, you know, major is important. If you're reading a job description, you know, you have to be one of these five or six majors. I personally believe 
internship experience, relevant experience is just as important as your major. So like, let's say I have a business administration major coming through who wants to apply for a super technical role in Digital Lighthouse. If they have super technical internship experience or projects that they've worked on or skills, they are just as likely and capable to get that internship full-time job and be successful as a super technical computer science major. Um, So outside of just your major, internship experience, projects that you've worked on, things you've done on the side, um, classes that you've taken, you know, languaging codes that you know, that's that's just as, as big as a selling point on your resume as your major is. Virginia, I absolutely love that advice because like you mentioned, I am a marketing major and I did not know what I wanted to do until my junior year. And that all came through exposure. So being on the case team, I was like, I really like what we're doing. And that's kind of what sent me down this track of exploring different companies, different industries, and exposure is the best way that you can really figure out what you're passionate about and what work energizes you. So make sure that you really take a deep dive into all the different roles available and trying to start large and then narrow it down. So maybe start by an industry that you really like and then start within a role and then go Um, more specific and more specific until you find the role that is a perfect fit for you. So thank you both. And as always, Virginia is a CAP mentor. So if you want to learn more about her experience at KPMG or just want to talk to her, make sure you make an appointment with um, her on Hiring Warrington. And then last but not least, I'm sure all the roles for the summer are already filled. But Laura, Virginia, if a student is interested in KPMG, where should they be looking? What should they be doing? Yeah, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, You can find me as Laura Summers. And as always, I love getting emails from students. If you, even if you're not applying for a position with KPMG and you want some help with your resume, it's uh, super easy. Laura Summers, all one word at kpmg.com. You can reach me and, uh, you know, college or business. I'm very well connected there. So if you, Candace Frazier, I work closely with the MSI, some department, Craig Petras, Carly SQ, all of them, as well as the Career Connections Center. um, they'll, They'll have my contact info as well.